Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat, in the desert. And I think I've got Vagard in the frozen north with me on the other line. Hello, Vigard. Speaking. <laughs> Speaking. <laughs> Norway calling. I love the Eurovision. Do you ever watch Eurovision? I try not to, but sometimes oh, it's like on. it's you like you reading that. it's like you reading about flat earthers that I you know, <laughs> it's like a train crash. You can't not watch sometimes. I know, it's hilarious. All that spandex and those sparkles. It's not hilarious. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's not hilarious. And always. The first time I ever watched it, I went round to one of my gay BFF's house and his friend came over. Um, And his friend is uh, German. And uh, every country that came on stage, he knew someone from that country and he would find them. They were saying, oh, blah, 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 what's going on? Oh, oh, oh. oh, I was just absolutely gobsmacked. I thought it was fantastic. Um, so that was my introduction to Eurovision, and I kind of tried to make it a thing ever since, although now it's quite hard because we have to stream it, and it's probably not worth it. Oh. But what I don't get is how all those songs, which are really, really bad, end up on an album, and they sell out. And there's a following of people who... Um, who go to every single event and can't wait to find out where the next uh, host country is going to be based on the results um, and then book their flights immediately, it's announced. So there's a big massive spike in, in you know, airline bookings on the night. But also my claim to fame is I have a friend who works for BBC and she goes out and she does production for Eurovision for the BBC uh, and works with Graham Norton. Okay, claim to fame in the stretch. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, seven degrees of separation. You know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Yeah, who knows the So, Nora, if you're out there listening to the podcast, hi, lovely. I doubt she will be. Anyway, complete digression. Complete digression from today. How are you and what have you been up to? I'm good, but I don't want to let Eurovision go right yet. I don't know if you remember Alexander Rybak, a Norwegian, won Eurovision a few years back. I can't remember when, but I he do. did something really clever. First of all, he had a good song. It was a good song. Uh, second of For all, what he did was that he incorporated stuff from, from many countries. So he included in the oh, song... Yeah, included elements from Norway, from Russia, from Eastern Europe, and all those other countries that. Oh, so the ones that are going to vote for them anyway. Exactly, because Uh, they loved him. So he was a clever one. Oh, so what he did really was really clever marketing. So he knew his target audience and he knew the message he had to get across to them to make them compel them to vote. Exactly. And that's all it is. all it is. For for example, he included the Norwegian folk dance, uh, and and not everyone in Norway would have voted for the Norway anyway, but they couldn't. But he included Cossack, for instance. So the Russians oh, yeah. were, you know, really, they loved him. So he uh, did like a medley of different music. Not a medley. He just included in in the uh, what do you call it in the uh, when they dance the presentation and stuff. when they do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the presentation was from different countries, so. 
but no, it wasn't really, but he included elements from folk dance right. and stuff from different right. countries. So he was really clever with that. That was a really uh -huh. smart move. I so think. everyone had and it, it was they, a good song. They resonated with it and they, they Exactly. Yeah. And it was a happy oh. tune. It was a happy it, tune. It was a happy tune. Oh, it wasn't on. like Lordy, the the Finnish uh, heavy death metal band that won. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> that was actually good. That was a train wreck. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I love that. These massive big costumes. We had... Uh, Lots of hair. It was great. We had... Uh, yeah. No, no. That's enough Eurovision. We can do okay. Eurovision. Well, around the finals, we could do a Eurovision special. Okay. We could do a podcast where we comment live. <laughs> we could do that. That would be really bad. <laughs> right. So you've been, um, you basically have been watching Eurovision since last time? No, I haven't. I don't even know why that came up. But um, oh, yeah, right. I, always, I always think it's hilarious when like, London calling, you've got, we want to give oh. Germany six points. Yeah. And, and the then endless that. talking. Oh, no, it's endless, absolutely endless. And then there's always a delay on the line, and they're always looking a bit dopey before I'm, hello, are you there, are you there? Um, but it's something, Mr. QBV, I think it's one of those in-house jokes when someone does something wrong in our house, they get nil point for it. So, oh, for Yeah, Com constantly. So do you ever get so, deep yeah. Huh? Do you ever get deep war? No. <laughs> so it's always <laughs> nil point. <laughs> always. <laughs> Anyway, it's one of those little things that, you know, it's funny at the time and funny if, you, if, you've, if you've been there, but, uh, yeah. And funny if you've had enough to drink. Else. <laughs> yeah. so, so, I did ask the question, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I have, well, I've, I've cut my hair, but that's probably not too interesting. <laughs> it's, it's irrelevant, but it's not interesting. Right. I have also been a trip uh, up in the mountains. Oh, nice. Really short trip where I've taken my oldest daughter up there to visit her new school. Ah. She's probably going to do a year up in the mountains at... Uh -huh. uh, like school. Heidi. So Not Heidi, know. your wife, but <laughs> Heidi, uh -huh. the, uh, the book, <laughs> In the Mountains. Oh, right. Yeah, no, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that was a bit confusing. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that she's not yes. going to stay with her grandpa. She's going to stay at the school for deaf people where she can learn sign language. So, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Cool. And is she looking uh, forward to that or is that a bit stressful oh, for her? Yeah, really. So we went up there just to say hi. So I know this school a bit because I've been there for sign language before. I, I have a deaf friend, so I need to... I know sign language because I signed with him. And, and, and admitted as well, you are part deaf as well, aren't you? I'm not part deaf. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, You're you, male, so you must be you all, you all just don't talk loud enough. <laughs> oh, I get that all the time. <laughs> now, I've got, I got tinnitus and that kind of makes it difficult to hear sometimes. But I'm yeah. not too bad. I don't need sign language. So not but really, but That's interesting. So you don't need it, but you're quite happy to learn it because you've got a friend who's deaf yeah. and speaks in sign language and your oldest daughter is part... Deaf, or just has no. She has. Some, she has. Uh, she has learning difficulties, so yeah, sign language exactly. would be more yeah. useful for her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and oh, she cool. can use that. It's actually part of her education because when she comes back, she can finish off her education, and she's 
she's aiming to work with kids and then she could work with kids with challenges and often those kids work they, they can learn better if you use sign language with them for instance kids with down syndrome or something they yep. respond better to sign, uh, sign language so it's actually part of her education but it's also something we call which is interesting is an interesting concept it's a we call it a folk school which means that it's not an official education it's more right. of a kind of a year off where you do something different at a different yeah. school. So it's a private school where you kind of do what you want, basically. But you have, you also learn something. And, and part of that is learning sign language. So That's brilliant. That's really it cool. Is. Is very cool. So yeah. that's where you've been, up in the mountains, learning sign language. Yeah. yeah. And it Fair. was, uh, it was um, some places up there, the snow was taller than me. <laughs> and you're about so was, seven foot tall, so that's quite high. <laughs> Six. But okay. For the listeners, Sometimes it's seven. I look seven they will never know. <laughs> no. yeah, Sometimes ten you look bigger than you are. He's ten foot. Yeah. <laughs> mm. that will, that's what I've been uh, been up to, and that's been interesting, actually. So, so uh, yeah. Cool. Well, I haven't had that much of an interesting time. In fact, my um, so my story is. I got in a cab the other day oh, um, to go out sake. to see you. Oh, we're at that level. We're at that level. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no cab. We're down to that level. Got in a cab, no, Marketing to go out. lessons from so a cab. This is at the beginning of the evening to go out with a friend to go drinking. Um, uh, and I got in with the uh, mini QB of E because I was going to drop her off at swimming lessons on the way to go and see my friend and Mr. QBV was going to pick her up later, which is not part of the story, but it doesn't matter. Um, and I got in the cab, I shut the doors and uh, I instantly regretted getting in the cab and shutting the doors because as he took off down the road, <clears throat> the smell inside the cab oh. was absolutely fucking disgusting. Um, so it was body odour, really, really bad body odour. So someone who hadn't showered for a while plus had sweated through his nylon shirt and they hadn't seen a washing machine for a while either. And just no deodorant, just that stink of oh. underarm disgust. And I immediately looked at Mini QBV because she's kind of pre, pre-teen, puberty, lots of hormones going on, lots of you know, body oils. And, and she's, she's not good if she hasn't been reminded to stick deodorant on. And sometimes she can honk, honk quite badly. Um, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a girl thing. It's a, it's a yeah. So, um, so, you know, I'm trying to train her to, you know, that, that uh, hygiene is number one in our house and, and being, um, being cleanliness is next to godliness and all the rest of it. So I looked at her and she goes, it's not me, mummy. <laughs> she knew exactly what I Did she say that? <laughs> <laughs> not me, mummy. Um, so it clearly was a taxi driver. But what was worse about this whole thing, so, you know, he didn't have the air con on very high, so the car was warm it's a 35 degree c day outside um he had a can of uh citrus smelling air freshener on the back window um compartment you know the back of a car and it was one of those cans that has a a solid lump of waxy smelly stuff and it it just it releases the fragrance constantly Uh, and it must have been a new one because it absolutely was off the scale with smell of oranges so that 
combined with a warm car, combined with body odour, was made me want to heave, absolutely heave. We got to the swimming pool, let her uh, mini QBV out, and then we went on to the the hotel where I was going to pick up my friend, and we were going to carry on in this cab to the next one. But as I got to the hotel, I was like, just leave me here, that's fine, I'll get out of here, I'll find another yeah, cab. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised because you didn't get off before. Could Well, I couldn't, there was just no way to get out, um, and we were running a little bit late. So, but it reminded me, so what's say every time I, I get in situations like this, I always think, oh, this, this would make a great email, <laughs> do my daily emails. Mm. Um, what it reminded me of the fact that instead of tackling the problem, like business owners in particular, and salon owners who I've had dealings with, instead of tackling a problem when there's a problem, so the body odor is a massive problem, instead of tackling the root and the cause of it, they put something else in place to cover it up because either they're too scared of it, they don't understand how it works, um, it's too embarrassing, um, or it's, it's just too difficult and too hard to do anything about. Um, so they put the bright, shiny object you know, and work on that and put that in the way. The and citrus the root spray. Problem, the citrus spray, and it never goes away. It just adds to the problem. Um, and it gets worse and worse and worse until there must come a point where either your limbs drop off because it's, they're so fitted that um, well, your salon closes down. So, yeah, there's an analogy right there. <laughs> Oh, but it, it, but it, things like, for example, things like cash flow. So if you majority, and we talked about this last podcast, there's a you know, one of the things that salon owners have a problem with is cash flow, getting um, more clients through the door, or you know, making more from the clients they have. And instead of doing things to put things in place, put a strategy in place that continually brings in a constant flow of income without having to worry about it, without having to think about it, all automated and, you know, that strategy put into place, um, which is a little bit of work and it's hard work and, it's, and it is work. Instead of doing that, they'll go and offer huge discounts on any empty space they've got in the salon. So they'll put out thing on Instagram or they'll put out something on an email or an app saying, you know, Julie is free today, we're offering her services today at 70% off. So come in now, book the last remaining spaces in yeah. her thing and you, know, you only have to pay 30% of the thing. Yeah. Now what that does is a couple of things and neither, neither of them are good. It devalues the service, yeah. you're actually uh, providing a client with a, something that you believe is to be a really good service because you should believe that what you're doing is good. And you're all of a sudden saying, well, it's not that good because I'm offering 70% off. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. And then you do it, Julie still has to be paid, but she's not going to be paid the 30% that you take it from the client. You still have to pay her. So you're not making the money. And then the client comes to expect these discounts next time. Yeah. So you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. So you get yeah. on this desperate discount spiral um, and you start to get down to one of those spins where you're actually just going to end up closing your doors because you're not... Yeah going to make any money and it sounds good at the time discounting sounds good at the time just to, as a quick fix but it's not it never is i talked to never good yeah i did talk to someone who, who were in that position that they needed to fill the chairs and they were in a hurry because they needed to fill the chairs that particular week i think 
and they they asked if it was okay to drop the prices to get people in to sell the, the lost seats and i said uh-huh. no that's not okay no, no so Never. what are we going to do then no you're going to use your phone my phone yeah. <laughs> i have a phone <laughs> yeah you you're going to sit down or you and your employees or some of your employees someone is going to sit down with your phone go through your customer list and call 20 customers 20 customers who haven't been there for a while i'm just going to call them and just say hi and just just talk to them about how they are and some of those clients will book and that's yeah. how you sort it well people yeah. won't do that because that's difficult it's much easier to go outside and you know put up a sign or i don't know what yeah. but it but it yeah yeah it's like your taxi and, yeah, and you don't have to do any work for it you just and it's and it's removed it's kind of like a third person yeah. removal yeah. you don't have to be involved in the fact that you need to be doing this yourself and you know what yeah. such a simple answer vigor that pick up the phone, call 20 clients, just say, hi, I'm just wanting to know how you are, how's your hair, how are your nails, how's your skin, whatever yeah. it is that you're, you're selling, and then sit and listen. And nine times out of 10, they'll say, oh, wow, that's amazing, I got a call, um, thanks for calling me. And the majority of the time, you'll get someone booking them yeah. without even having to offer them a discount. And now exactly. even having to say, would you like to book in? That would just do it. You don't, no, and you probably shouldn't say that. And I, I, I always tell people that you need to be more more salesy in a you know, a good way. But those calls are not for actually, you don't need to pitch anything as long as you just talk no. to them. Most people will come to the conclusion themselves that it's time to go back in. So, so yeah. You know. And yeah, it just gives them the opportunity that they may have been thinking about doing it and just haven't had the time to do it. Yeah. Um, and I guarantee you'll get very few, very few, if at all, anyone saying, fuck off and leave me alone. Why are you calling me? Because you're not actually calling to make a sale. You're calling to be interested in them and their life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? And that's about relationship, isn't it? And you're doing it seductively. Ooh, there we are back on the sexy track. So you're putting on your sexy phone voice. Yeah. Doing <laughs> a seductive sale. Yeah. No, it's not all necessarily about the sale, it's just about the relationship, which is what brings a sale at the end of it. And that's what, we, when we talk about doing it seductively, it's the transformational sale rather than a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's just getting to know which is, you nicely. Which is, you know. It's another way of doing now it. Now and then, it's okay. But... <laughs> well, you don't I get can't. much out of that. You have to go on to the next one. Your taxi story just reminded me because... Um... Uh, when I'm in London, that's a it's a particular problem in London. I don't know why, but they always turn off the aircon, and they sit there mm. in these really hot cars. I don't understand yeah. what that is about. But yeah. uh, I was reminded about this uh, when you talked about building relationship because uh, what well, taxi drivers, even taxi drivers, could build relationships with their yes. their customers. And I've I've you know been b- b- driven by <laughs> all sorts of taxi drivers. <laughs> you've, been, you've, you've ridden lots of yeah, taxi drivers. Yeah, I've ridden yeah. lots of taxi drivers, uh, you, and they, they they are all over the scale. Some of them don't even greet you when you when you jump in the car, whilst True. others give you water bottles and snacks during the ride and ask you. Oh, I've never had work. a water bottle or snack in London. You, you, you always get water I have, here in the great I have, giant sandpit. Yeah, I wow. had a guy. He had a, like you. He had a cooler <laughs> They're grooming in the you, back. Big Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> no, this particular guy, he had a cooler in the back with, with cold drinks. So he just gave him a cool oh. bottle of water. Which is, you know, got, it sets him apart immediately. I had another yeah. cab driver in, in the area here 
who I drove somewhere and he said, here's my private number, call me when you need to go back. Or text me or something like that. And it's so easy. It is easy. So all joking aside, yeah, here's my private number, call me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All joking aside, in the giant sand pit or the glitter pit here now as well, they do that. Um, A lot of drivers are private drivers and and they're always looking for business. So here's my number, call me. Um, And as soon as they pick up a client, if they do a good job, you'll stay with them. You'll know that you know yeah. they're going to be reliable. They're going to do it. Yeah, and it's not a and it's not call. a sell. It's not like when's your next when do you need a next ride? It's like here's yeah. my number. They could do even more than that though. They could take your details and then just tell exactly. daily emails about their stories driving because they must see some sites and hear some things. I know. Um, I know uh, my ex business partner Terry. If you're listening, um, he. Was in a cab once, and his cab driver was telling them the story when he met Bjork. Do you know Bjork, the weird Icelandic singer? Yeah, so he went to collect her for a job. She was being interviewed on the BBC. So this is a taxi driver, not Terry. (laughs) (laughs) um, He was requested to go to her house like four in the morning because it was an early morning interview she was having and he got to her house and he went and knocked on the door and she <laughs> came down 10 minutes later opened the door flung it wide she's absolutely stark bollock naked <laughs> she said oh my god you're early <laughs> and he said uh i'll leave you to get dressed then she goes oh and she looked down she goes oh i'm naked <laughs> and he closed the door. so that's how mad she is um, but you know, if you're a taxi driver, for example, you could talk about those kind of stories. That's interesting. Yeah. As is hairstyling and hairdressing and spa work and aesthetician, you hear stories and you see people and you can talk about these things. Yeah. This is part of your marketing. This is part of and, relationship building. And also what you could say is that I promise not to do what most of all the cab drivers are doing. I promise that my aircon is on. I promise yeah. that you can tell me what temperature you want me to set it to and I won't, yeah. you know mind you can choose your own music it's just yeah. it's up to you. Yeah. Um, you i will go to the quickest shortest route possible avoiding all traffic delays oh here's and, a yeah and here's <laughs> a story for you a guy took um he was going to ride a cab from uh, oslo to the airport and he was in a hurry and about halfway the taxi driver stops pulls to the side on the motorway Goes to his trunk, gets his compass out, gets the carpet <laughs> down on the ground, and starts praying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. It wouldn't be so funny if you're talking about it here, because that happens. Like <laughs> <laughs> that it was in Norway. That's yeah. funny. Uh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I had that actually, just as a, a completely off topic. I, uh, the mini QBV was sick. Um, vomiting, diarrhea, couldn't stop, tummy pains. And I took her to the hospital because it was that bad. And we were in A&E. And because she was small, she was only about five, I think, um, she, we were admitted straight into the cubicle. And um, and we sat on the bed. She sat on the bed for ages and she was writhing in pain. And I said to the nurse, I said, she said, oh, the doctor will see you very soon. I said, well, how long will it take? And she said, oh, he's just gone to pray. Mm. <laughs> well, I hope it comes out all right for him because my daughter needs more than just prayers right now. She actually needs medicine. I need a doctor, not a yeah, holy spirit. Actually, my my dad, the listeners don't know this, but my dad is actually a priest, 
Oh, I think uh, we've talked about your son of a priest. Yeah, we might have talked about that mm. before. Um, uh, but he, even he, I remember a story he told. I can't remember, remember the details, but I think there was some guy getting a heart attack or something. And uh, what happened was that the people around started praying for him. And I think it was my dad, <laughs> the priest, who actually said, well, he said the, equi- the Christian equivalent of dickheads. Hi, dickheads. This is not a time to pray. This is the time, a time to call the ambulance. Then we can pray after. Uh, I never cease this to amaze me how stupid people are. Yeah, some people are pretty yeah. sick. Yeah. yeah, they are very sick. But anyway, there's things that you can talk about. There's things that you can use to transform your relationships to make yourself, to make yourself more interesting, to get yourself... Yeah out of the problems that you have, but don't hide it. Don't hide behind other things. Don't try and do something else to fix the problem without fixing the problem, if you know what I mean. Um, it does take some work. It, does, it is hard work, but you can you can do it. Um, and the thing is also sometimes you just don't know what to do. Um, there's ideas that you just don't have. You're in the middle of something and you have no idea what else to do, so you do what you think is the obvious choice and it's often wrong. So saying that, um, it's always a good idea to get advice from somebody who's been there before and done it before. So that brings me on very nicely to the fact that we're offering a private podcast and that yeah. if you are in a problem and you do have problems with something like cash flow or staffing or anything like that, um, you can request a private podcast from myself and Vigard and we can discuss exactly what you can do um, and ideas to make it go away or to fix the problem to actually solve it and hit it on the head rather than covering it all up. So if you yeah. want to do that, what do you do? Regard, where do they go? You go to degrowyoursalonfalstrow.com and you click on private podcast. It's not that hard, is it? No, it's not that hard. No, and then you click a button and then you enter your details and, and the rest Tell us what you want. Tell us what your, your challenge is and then we'll uh, get onto it and send it back to but you. Maybe we should... Yeah, but we could we could just tell them what they're actually getting because they're not just getting a podcast. They are, they are getting a private podcast where we dig in and talk about your... We really dig down uh, about <laughs> your problems and, <laughs> and challenges. But you also get some bonuses. You do. So you'll get all the, the uh, templates you need to make it happen. So whether that be um, an advertisement that you need or a, um, a structure, a chart or something that you need to for your pricing or um, examples of um, advertising that you could use or emails that you could use to send out to your clients or even the um, exact uh, follow-up method that I used in my salon, which got people through the door. So yeah. we were talking about picking up the phone and calling 20 clients, you'll get that exact um, <clears throat> process and how that works with all the script of what to say and what to do. Yeah, and actually, you there's a lot of banter on this podcast in the normal episodes, but we promise that will Mostly behave on your private podcast. <laughs> we will behave, because, uh, yeah, because yeah, we'll you'll get 30 minutes of pure, unadulterated information, education, and actual yeah. help. Because yeah. that's what we like to do, isn't it? We like to help people. We, we do like to help people, people grow well. their salons, and that's, that's what we that's why you're. On, that's why you're an escort in the evenings. <laughs> I always like to help. <laughs> 
Right, so don't go do that. Go to thegreatyoursalonfellshow.com, request a private podcast. Also, leave a review on iTunes and drop us a message if you, uh, I don't know, if you hate us or something. We get too little hate now. We do. We obviously not stirring the pot enough. No, you're not. No. Okay. Well, we'll have to think about that for the next po- podcast episode. Until next time, every listener should send us a hate mail. Excellent. <laughs> we'll judge the best one. You'll get a prize. Yeah, well. Right. See you next time. Okay, take care. Bye. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.